0: We back and we back and we back and we back. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Sana E. I'm your host, XO, and we're back with the next episode of Sana E. This is your first time listening. Welcome to Sana i e Sana E is a platform for. Mental health and getting you mentally fit, mentally ready, mentally prepared for the world, everyday life with the ups and downs, the traumas, the triggers, the coping mechanisms, and different elements when it comes to mental health, like the childhood trauma that plays a huge role in adulthood and understanding your childhood and understanding the trauma that you went, went through to help you prepare, propel into adulthood, and really know what you're feeling and how you're feeling. But I appreciate y'all for tuning in. On this episode, we're going to be discussing advice I wish I knew sooner and ways to keep your brain healthy. But first, let me kick off the show with the quotes of the day. And my first quote is When your instant reaction to everything is no, it's like you're unleashing a little monster that eats up all of life's possibilities. With anything in life, life is teaches us to keep an open mind in every situation. We have to be open-minded and know that everything doesn't need the answer no, or we don't have to be on the defensive, or we don't have to say like, oh, I'm against that, or that's not me, that's the old me, I'm stuck in my ways of certain things. But it's like, you have to understand that you have to be open-minded and you can't have the reaction to everything like, no, no, I can't do this, no, I don't wanna do that, no. Having open mind, teaches you about life and you learn more and you learn more about yourself when you keep an open mind in life instead of keeping a closed mind and reacting to no when your answer should be yes or at least think about a yes or no answer instead of the instant reaction being a no. But once again, the quote is when your life is when your instant reaction to everything is no, it's like you're unleashing a little monster that eats up all of life's possibilities. And my next quote is, do something instead of killing time, because time is killing you. I read this quote, and I was like, yo, this hits home. This is crazy. And that's that's true, though, because it's like, we know time is constantly going no matter what. We sleep, wake up, and everything. And it's like, you're not gaining time. You're losing time. So the times you think, well, oh, I'm just going to kill time doing this or kill time doing that, see how you can invest that time so you can get your time back and you're like how can i get my time back getting your time back by where you're not doing so much with your time as well as killing time or working so much working a nine to five like how can i get my time back really working and understanding like yo maybe i can create something so i can get my time back where i can kill time or invest time doing something that i love instead of killing time working Non stop, but do something instead of killing time because time is killing you. But I'm gonna give you a brief break and we're gonna hop into the show discussing advice I wish I knew sooner. Thank y'all for tuning in to Sana If you've been wondering how can i learn a new language what is, what is one of the best ways to learn a new language especially when i'm always on the go i have no time to really sit down read a book or watch different videos on learning language learning well what i recommend is using an app that i've been really steadily using as i've been learning spanish and one of the and the app is duolingo with this app you're learning the language that you want to learn, it gets, starts off easy, but as you gradually go on learn more and more, it gets harder by the way. But the fact that it only takes 15, 20 minutes out of your day to really sit learn that language and learning that language and retaining that information, you're bound to be fluent in the language that you want to be fluent in. So if you don't have that app already, go well, go ahead and check out the Duolingo app. Let me know what you think. Let's get back to the show. Advice I wish I knew sooner. And the first one would be: your mental health is more important than your career, money, other people's opinion, that event that you said you attend, your partner's mood, and your family's wishes. If taking care of yourself means laying someone down, then do it. And I wish I knew this sooner. Uh really found this out. I'll say well when I first started diving into mental health and what mental health is, and I started to understand like, I don't have any obligation to anybody, nobody else. I just have an obligation to myself and making sure I am mentally fit and mentally sound to attend certain occasions, to deal with certain people, to help people out or be subjected to other people's opinions. And it's learning about yourself over time on a daily basis and learning, okay, my mental health is more important. Am I mentally sound for this person to be talking to this person right now? How am I mentally overall? Am I mentally drained? Do I need some mental peace right now? What do I need for myself? And we have to understand that our mental health is more important than anything else in the world. Because at the end of the day, health is is wealth. And everything starts with your mental health for how you operate in this world. So something that I recommend doing is midweek check-ins. What I usually do midweek check-ins every wednesday check-in checking on myself seeing how i'm doing mentally or even at the end of the day check-ins where you're checking yourself at the end of the day and see how you mentally are because some days are mentally more mentally draining than others so we have to take the time to check on ourselves and have that time that me time within these days to de-escalate or decompress after a long day and we just have to be aware of what we want and what we need we can't always cater to everybody else and what what they need it's okay to be selfish if you've been selfless for so long it's okay to be selfish when it comes to your mental health your mental capacity I know we all have have bills we all have a family to take care of but we can't let our mental health go unchecked and if you've been neglecting your mental health I know you've been in a constant cycle then take some time take some time to check in on yourself and see how you're doing seeing if you're if you're at where you need to be and if you're not, okay, do what you have to do to get back to where you're mentally sound. What brings you mental clarity, what brings you mental peace, and really asking yourself that. And if you don't have self-care days, take some time. Self-care days, one day out the week where you're just taking taking care of yourself overall, making sure you making sure you are good. And number two will be don't attach yourself to a specific place person company organization or a project attach yourself to a mission your future a set of goals this is the best way to follow your heart and avoid getting attached to something that isn't right for you attachment attachment has is detrimental to our long-term growth because we can't be attached to everything we have to see is like If this person goes, this person goes. If this place goes, this place goes. If this company goes, this company goes. This organization, this project, if it goes, it goes. We can't hold attachment to everything. We can't be so handcuffed to everything that we don't get the chance to live. We have to see that everything has an expiration date on it. We can't keep things in our lives longer than they should be. So ask yourself right now, have I been too attached to this person? Like if this person left you today, who would you be? would you still be the same person or would you be somebody different what about the place or your company or the career that you're at does that career define you or do you define the career and it's really asking yourself and checking in and seeing what am i attached to because we all have some sort of attachment but it's like we can't be too attached to everything we got to learn to let things be and let things go if they go and just go with the flow number three Love is a form of intimacy, and you can't have intimacy without vulnerability. Damn, (laughs) that's like a mic drop. I'll just drop the mic right now, but love is a form of intimacy. You have to be vulnerable when it comes to love. If your past makes you avoid being vulnerable, you'll never have intimacy. Avoiding vulnerability feels like self-defense, but in the long term, it's self-harm. You have to be vulnerable when it comes to the people you love, the person you love, or anything when it comes to love. Being vulnerable lets you open up and it shows the strength within you. I know it is. We all in love or we're in love. We don't want to show the vulnerable sides, our weak sides, the, uh, the sides that we don't love about ourselves. But we have to be vulnerable to see if that person, that the people around us are the ones for us. We can't be so caught up in judgment of being vulnerable. Vulnerable, you get more strength when you show yourself on your vulnerable side. You learn more about yourself, you grow, and you learn more about the people around you. So, alarm is, love is a form of intimacy, and you can't have intimacy without vulnerability. Number four 99% of harm is caused in your head by you and your thoughts. of harm is caused by reality and what actually happens and the outcome. (laughs) Think about that. Most of the time, the problem isn't the problem. The way you think about the problem is... You ever thought about that? (laughs) Like, the problem isn't necessarily the problem. The way you think about the problem is the problem. Because everything has a solution in life. But we are constant overthinkers. We always think the worst. Our brains are fixated on survival. So we always fixate on the worst possible outcomes of everything instead of focusing on that positive. And the more you focus on that positive, the more, the more solutions that you create. And honestly, you can make you can fix most of your problems by just fixing your thoughts. Fixing your thought process, fixing the way you think about things in life. A lot of you'll have a lot more positivity in your life. If you've been having more of a problem mindset instead of a solution mindset, take a look on the inside. See, how do I change my thinking? How do I change my thoughts? How do I get out of this negative headspace and transform into a positive headspace? Get more positivity in life, more positive energy within me. And if you want to feed a problem, keep thinking about it. But if you want to starve a problem, take action. Take some action today if you have that where you're constantly thinking of problems, problems, problems. Thinking like, how can I change this mindset? This mindset isn't me. This mindset doesn't serve who I am. Problems feed off of worry. And that action kills anxiety. Number five. Nobody is is as successful as Instagram or TikTok makes them look and nobody is as pretty as the filters make them seem. The only healthy and real worthwhile compassion comparison is who you were yesterday versus who you are today. At the end of the day, it's always you versus you, old you versus new you, who you were versus who you're trying to become. Once you come to that understanding that it's always gonna be me versus me, not me versus the celebrity, me versus friend, me versus family member, It's me versus me at the end of the day. You are your own competition. Who you were yesterday versus who you are today. Who you were a year ago versus who you are today. Who you're trying to become versus who you were. And understanding that I don't have to compare myself or keep up with the Joneses. I have to live my life for me, my family, and really focus on moving forward. Becoming a newer, better version of myself on a daily basis. Getting that 1% better every day. And understanding that. There is no competition. There is no comparison. The only competition or comparison is to myself, not to society. Even though that's how life plays out and how it's built. But no, you are your own opponent. It's you versus you at the end of the day. Who you want to become versus who you are now. Number six, the last one up. (laughs) This is a big one. Don't trust someone's words if their actions don't align. Their words will tell you what they want you to think. Their actions will tell you what they actually think. And I feel like that's really self-explanatory, but it's big because we're so trusting of what people say. And we don't pay attention to what people do, the actions that they portray, the things that they do, that they show us that we're like, nah, that's not them and we have to really see and open our eyes and be more aware of the actions versus the words because the actions will speak for the words, it will tell the truth behind the words so we have to really look and trust somebody's actions versus trusting the words because the words are like illusions so don't trust someone's words if their actions don't align number five was nobody is as successful as Instagram or TikTok look, makes them look And nobody is as pretty as those filters make them seem. Number four was 99% of harm is caused in your head by you and your thoughts. 1% of harm is caused by reality, what actually happens, and the outcome. Number three, love is a form of intimacy. You can't have intimacy without vulnerability. Number two, don't attach yourself to a specific person, place, company, organization, or a project. Yourself to a mission, your future, and a set of values. And the first one your mental health is more important than your career, money, other people's opinion, that event you said you'd attend, your partner's mood, and your family's wishes. I'm gonna give y'all a re break and we're gonna dive into segment number two ways to keep your brain healthy. Before we jump back into the show, I just want to give y'all um, advice or a tip. Um, one of the apps that I use, one of the apps that I use that's really been helping me really become more aware and control and of my self-destructive habits is Calm. The Calm app. And really using Calm really to utilize my meditation, getting really digging in on the meditations and learning more about myself and about the ways and stuff, the things that I do. It is very beneficial and I love the Calm app. I meditate in the morning, I meditate in the afternoon, I meditate at night and really getting deeper clarity on who I am, what I do, the things that I do. I'm very grateful for the Calm app. So if you haven't downloaded the Calm app yet, go ahead and download it and let me know what you think. Let's get back to the show. And we back and we back and we back and we back so segment number two are 12 ways to keep your brain healthy and the first one will be stimulation and the ways to stimulate your brain will be challenging your brain with puzzles games as well as reading new books number two will be exercise constant physical exercise will heal with the brain and keeps it fit number three is a proper diet eat foods with protein unprocessed unsaturated fat and fruits and vegetables number four safety avoid head trauma by wearing helmets and seat belts number five stay i mean not stay number five sleep habits our brains need around seven to eight hours of sleep to process and recharge number six learning keep your brain young by learning new things like a skill or a language number seven switch routines change habits it will surprise your brain and turns off autopilot number eight be social interacting will trigger brain processes and lower depression number five i mean number five number nine manage stress try relaxation as stress exhausts your brain and hormones number 10 read books Words and stories reduce the risk of cognitive decline, and cognitive decline is a form of decline in abilities severe enough to interfere with daily life. Number 11, avoid substances. Alcohol, drugs, and smoking is bad for your brain health. Number 12, digital detox. Too much screen time impacts sleep and will overwhelm the brain. So those are the 12 tips when it comes to keeping your brain healthy, number one stimulation have you been stimulating stimulating your brain lately challenging your brain with different puzzles different games or even reading new books that way you stimulate your brain and keeping your brain healthy what about exercise are you in constant exercise even if you're not going to the gym are you doing some daily cardio or walking outside or lifting things, lifting home weights or doing home workouts what about proper diet are you having a proper diet or eating foods with protein are you eating un- unprocessed unsaturated fat as well as eating fruits and vegetables having that proper diet helps your brain out especially if you're eating consuming a lot of meat and everything it'd be times where you have to have days where you just go with no meat and eating an, even just eating a salad or vegetables or some vegan so you give your body time to digest as well as i highly recommend fasting intermittent fasting when it comes to a proper diet as well because that helps your body and your digestive system clean out the toxins within you as well as helps you overall with the overall health and helps your brain out because eating too much meat honestly ages you faster and ages your brain faster number four was safety number five sleep habits are you getting your seven to eight hours of sleep a night and it's really prioritizing that and knowing that my sleep is more important i know at night we like to turn on netflix turn on hulu turn on one of the streaming apps to start binge watching shows but we have to put things into perspective like this show ain't going anywhere i need my sleep and my rest for the next day so my brain can recharge and i can process how this day went instead of me staying up all night trying to binge watch a show or even work on a project It's like you need this at least between six to eight hours of sleep a night so you don't have to be feeling groggy the next day or feeling like you need more sleep. The number six was learning. Keep your brain learning, keep your brain young by learning new things like a skill or a language. What skills are you learning right now? What languages are you learning? And if you're not learning any skills or languages, um, one of the things I recommend when it comes to learning a language is the Duolingo app. Using Duolingo really helps out when it comes to learning a new language. Any language you want to learn, that is basically a good app to use. Because especially when you're on the run, you can spend 15 minutes a day learning a new language or even a new skill. What skills are you learning? What do you want to be this time next year? Do you want to be advanced in accounting? Do you want to learn how to be a content creator? Do you want to learn how to be a podcaster? What skills are you learning right now that will help you in your future? but as well as learning these skills to keeping your brain healthy. Switching routines was the next one, number seven. And we have to switch our routines, change our habits because we will tend to be on autopilot. I noticed that about myself when I'm doing certain things, I'll just be on autopilot instead of really interacting with the, the moment or the task at hand. So we, sometimes we have to change our habits, switch our routines to get of that autopilot mode. Number eight, are you being social? Being social is a bigger thing, big thing. You're interacting with different people, triggers brain processes, and it lowers depression. So start being more social. If you're an introvert, start being extroverted sometimes, talking to people, expanding, getting to know the people around you, even the strangers. Number nine, how are you managing your stress? When you get stressed out, do you... Just let the stress build up. Are you, do you try relaxation? Do you deep breathe? Do you take a quick meditation? What do you do to manage your stress? Number 10, read books. What books are you reading right now? Me, I'm reading 48 48 Laws of Power and I'm about to start The Alchemist. So what books are you reading right now to really help your brain when you're learning new words, new stories, where it's lowering the risk of cognitive decline? Number 11, are you avoiding substances like alcohol, drugs, or even smoking? And number 12, are you having the digital detox? Are you having days out the week where you don't have that screen time? Where you're like, all right, Sundays, I'm not being on my phone. I'm putting my phone away. I'm being present with my family, being present with what I have to do for the week ahead. Or even that late nights, early mornings, late nights, where you're like, right before you go to bed, two hours before you get to, go to bed, put the phone down, put the screens down, read a book, plan the next day, prepare for the next day, instead of having the screens, that blue lights effect is real and it really triggers in your brain that it's still daytime and it's time for you to be up. So getting proper sleep is adding to the digital detox as well as making sure you're not putting too much time on these screens and also checking if you have an iPhone, I know my iPhone pops up every Sunday, shows my screen time throughout the week. Check out your screen time. How much time throughout the week do you really be on your screen Are you be looking at the screens throughout the week? And that'll give you an awareness of what you need to do and what action you need to take. But once again, those are the 12 ways to keep your brain healthy. I appreciate y'all tuning in. Which of these 12 steps or ways do you need to implement yourself to keep your brain healthy? Let me know. Hit me up sanai at sanai at gmail.com let me know the emails or even leave a, re, leave a review like yo I need to implement this or I need to impl- implement that we all have to impl- implement some of these tips when it comes to keeping our brains healthy but hope you have a great week if you've been a fan of the show share with the friends share with the family members and that's how we build the community that's how we build sanai up that's how we grow and impact more people But I appreciate y'all listening since day one. The new listeners, everybody that's been tuning, in, giving out reviews, giving out shout outs. I appreciate y'all. With that being said, I'm going to leave y'all with this. If you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Have a great week. We'll be back with Sana IE.